0: This week's podcast, I'm actually a little bit nervous. I am with Ryan Tuckwood, co-founder and CEO of Swiss Sales. How are you, mate? Mate, I'm phenomenal. You? Pretty excited because your big thing is sales is a noble trait and we're going to drop in and talk about that in a second. Yes. Welcome to the Body Science Podcast, bringing you everything you need, want, and should know about health, fitness, nutrition, and training. As always, the information contained in this podcast is for the information purposes only and is not designed to diagnose or be prescriptive to treat, prevent, or manage any injury, disease, or other health-related condition. This podcast was brought to you by the newest product to enter the body science performance range, myocytin. Independent research proved body science myocytin to outperform standard creatine. In only six days, athletes ingesting myocytin gained more than twice as much body mass as those consuming regular creatine. Athletes also increased upper arm girth by over 200% more than regular creatine users, and improved their bench press performance significantly more than users of regular creatine. Ask your local supplement retailer how to get yours. Welcome to Body Science HQ, the world of fit, happy, healthy, and I'm going to add on the end of that, anything around the art of sales, negotiation, communication is my go-to, and I'm with the man that actually wrote that to me, and you can imagine when someone put that on a piece of paper to me, I said, I can't make this happen quick enough. How are you, Ryan?
1: Uh, mate, I'm fantastic. When did I write that? I don't uh, <laughs> I'll take it, though. It sounded great. <laughs> You'll tell you, it
0: did. It sounds good. If you don't own it, I'll claim it. Yeah. That's got an Instagram post written all over it. <laughs> mate, so let's not muck around. You are the coach to our sales team, mm-hmm. uh, your company is. Your company specializes in in ethical sales. Yep. Do you want to touch a little bit for, look, the, one of the reasons I do this podcast is I'm like you, I think sales is ethical. I think it's a beautiful art. And if we can share some value today, and I'm, mm. that's the way I jumped on that, we can share stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, we all know you're going to share the value today. If we can change someone's life or get someone motivated in sales or reinvent someone back in that wheel, let's let's talk about that. Mm. So your story is a good one.
1: Yeah. I'll just start start with what you just said that you said sales is ethical. Yep. Um, I think sales can be and should be ethical. I don't think sales always is ethical, which is why... True, which is why our business exists in the first place. So yeah. Swish was created kind of to start where we are now. Swish was created to change the perception of sales. Um, so selling with integrity and selling honestly was an ethics-based sales training organization. That was the dream, right? So the, the story is, um, and the short, short version, because I'm sure we'll go deeper into it, is engineer um, back in the UK for eight years. Quarter-life crisis at the age of twenty-seven, uh, wondering which direction I was going to go in and whether I'm going to continue to do maintenance of big burly machinery um, day in day out, covered in grease and oil, or um, or am I going to go out and look? for something else and um fortunately i did i jumped on a plane moved here in 2010 and that's where i fell into the sales world
0: and mate did, were you did you find like australia to be uh like like culturally we're we're an innovative we're a young nation like and so mm. we are a have a go type nation to go from it would have been very easy to come over here and go okay i'm an overseas engineer i'm gonna make you know a couple hundred thousand dollars a year let's nail that down yeah. but you've just told me you went into sales mm. i mean we've all seen the cartoons there's not a lot of sales coming out of the cartoon series and i'm I won't mention what it is but <laughs> it's a uh, engineer based and you've come in and you've got a sales like how does that happen
1: I mean firstly look at like culturally looking at this country like it, it is a there is a have-a-go sort of mindset here yeah. especially the Gold Coast Absolutely. Tom Tate talks about it all the time right doesn't he trying yeah. to promote that just, that just give he it a go it too, yeah. yeah my mum was a cleaner my dad worked in a factory so like I don't come from any sort of business background or, or there was no that there was no real motivation around that it was go to, go to school go to college go to university get a job get married and, and you're done right so yep. I think anywhere outside of Leicester would have been been a have a go sort of mindset for me or and with all due respect to my family so when i arrived here one, one thing that i knew i didn't want to do was get caught up in um engineering again um, okay. I, had, I had a job offering um in rockley um, just south of brizzy um an engineering plant doing exactly the same thing that i was doing back in the uk i was actually uh, it was offer, offered a position below what i was doing in the uk and i would have been on twenty thousand dollars more um so okay it would have been an easy job to take um and this is as, as i came over as a backpacker i knew something said to me if i take that i'm going to get caught back up in in, in that side of things, and it wasn't fulfilling me, so I didn't. I turned it down. Um, I initially started working at Pack Fair um, in a clothing store. Um, I like I like fashion, um, and that served me well for a while. And then I wound up um, in a call center. So the the issue was, as a backpacker, you can only work for for one company for six months. Um, so I actually struggled to find work that wasn't in my trade because um, I didn't have any other qualifications. Um, so got drawn into a cold call center, um, and that was my first fray into into sales
0: was that was that a while ago
1: that was 2011 yeah
0: was that back with auto dialers and all that, oh, that no, tech, no, no, no no auto dialer no, no auto dialers no um,
1: i think i was telling jackson earlier on this was manual phone so you literally and it was no i was telling one of my, my sales guys it was the phone with a cable on it and you actually leaned in and pressed the buttons yourself and we weren't allowed when you walked in in the morning there was no chairs um you earned your chair back once you'd made x amount of bookings Stop so you it. had to make 10 bookings a day so every time you come in there's no chairs if you made 10 bookings you get your chair back so for the first i can't do it obviously sitting down but for the the first like five hours or so you're just standing up leaning over and the phone doesn't go any further because it's on a cable right and then you're dialing manually 300 times a day and my job in 90 seconds was to find out if somebody had 15 to 25 thousand dollars liquid total strangers cold call list
0: so you're ringing cold calls up and asking if they have 20 grand to spend with you who they'd met 30 seconds earlier a
1: bit more sophisticated than that but that was the crux of it yeah i had 90 seconds to try and get that information out of you so to qualify you as a lead that, that that we would then send some information out to around financial services, and then the sales team um, would then call you back within a couple of days and try and sell you a fifteen to twenty-five grand product.
0: So, for all those people out there thinking that life's easy and they want to be in sales, how many calls a day did you do? To...
1: <laughs> oh, over three hundred a day. So, if I didn't hit my three hundred, I wouldn't get my retainer. My retainer was four hundred dollars a week. Was that a
0: national? So, uh, no. were, were you? Were you? I was one? calling nationally Nationally, yeah. Okay. Wow, yeah. three hundred calls a day. Yeah. Yeah. So, how you get mean, out of bed you, every you, day? You dial
1: 300, 150 answer the phone. Uh, most people tell you to piss off yeah. pretty quickly. And uh, and I think like that that even Though I didn't realize it at the time, was the whole foundation for this business. Because there's lots of people doing that right now around the world. Like there's loads of people that are, even if they're in startup or they've got their own business idea and they're trying to, they're trying to get their idea out there to the market. There's a couple of ways you can do it. You can actually throw money at marketing and advertising and branding, but if lots of people don't have that, so the easiest way is to pick up the phone and introduce yourself to a stranger, whether that be a business or or, or residential, whatever it is. And people don't know how to do it at all, not at all. Like, not at and they do it really badly, and then they summarize that they have either a bad idea. Year. The market isn't ready for me. I hear that one a lot. The market wasn't ready for me. No, you weren't ready
0: to present <laughs> to the market,
1: and they they fail. And what, what is the stats? Sixty five percent of businesses in Australia go under in three, and ninety five percent go under in five years. Is that right? Um, it doesn't need to happen. Like there's some phenomenal ideas and businesses out there just just going under because they don't know how to communicate the, the value of what they offer.
0: And when you say communicate the value of what they offer, what are you talking about?
1: Um, the way I like to phrase it is telling your truth better. So we've all got a story, right? We've um, everybody's got a background, my. It's well publicised, but it goes all the way from call centre failing. Twenty-one out of twenty-one people in the call centre—the worst person there—sleeping on a the bathroom floor. Right? It's my journey. It's my story. Some people like hearing it. Some people think it's a sob story, but that's that's the story, right? Yep. A lot of people don't know how to um, how to order their journey and their story. And when we recognise that human behaviours—they're they're relatively set. Like the way we endear ourselves to another human being is is almost set in stone. Like we buy a human being first. We buy a company. Second, and we buy a product or service. Third, MCP, we call it 300% rule of value. And what lots of people do is try and push a product or a service instead of learning how to sell themselves
0: first. uh, And And that's probably one of the golden rules for someone wanting to get in sales, isn't it? I think life. Yeah. Life yeah beyond
1: account. sales yeah be, i mean if you look at like if, even if you're i was gonna say courting how old am i um if you're trying to uh, meet a I new i like that word a that's a nice partner. word you're trying to trying to court somebody right you're yeah. in a in a bar or a nightclub you don't walk up straight away and tell them about the successful business that you've got oh, oh well, i have seen that done
0: but,
1: <laughs> and, it, and it might work for the wrong person right exactly um, so so it's not a, a long-term relationship that you might be creating there so we've got to learn to sell ourselves first and, and that comes down to the way you the way you dress the way you walk the way you talk the way you your first impressions like um all the all the micro nuances that everybody has from a, a facial perspective um, like can you control all of that yeah you can and yeah. um, and everything can be learned
0: and that's that's what you specialize in coaching yes yeah, yeah. so you were well when i first heard about you was through shark tank mm-hmm. and congratulations on that that's a, thank you they normally people normally come out the other end of that feeling very different about. Let's be honest, they they all invested in your company, is that right? Three of the five, yeah. Three of the five yeah. invested. So have you been teaching them what life's about, or have they been teaching you since?
1: Awesome question, never been asked that. Um, both, both ways. So yeah. um, we coach all of their teams. I've only had Steve sit in a session with me, with his team. So Steve Baxter sat in a session up in Brisbane. I, How's that? Um, terrifying. He literally sat front and center for five hours with his notepad and he made the most amazing notes. He took everything on board. Um, he did role play. He was... He was phenomenal. That's um, great. And the, the lesson I get from that, I guess, in return is that these guys, like, he's got 30-odd businesses in his portfolio. Um, he sold pipe networks to TPG back in the 90s for nearly $400 million. Like, He's a smart guy, yeah, nice work. but he always wants to learn. Yeah.
0: Right? And how and, good is that in a human that somebody wants to always learn? So, it's, it's everything,
1: right? Yeah. I, I didn't invest in personal development until I was 30, 29, 30. I'm 38 now since I've invested like 300 grand. Um, and my family still think I'm crazy, right? I'm doing another course. What are you doing? Like, It's just a waste of money. And I'm like, but you- Do you not see the correlation of the growth that I've had at the same time? Like that's not taken into consideration. So yeah, the sharks have been amazing even with two and a half years down the line now. They they increased their um their shareholding April in in the business. So they're 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 committed, they're in they're involved. We coach lots of their portfolios as well. So um yeah, it's been a it's been a great move.
0: That's awesome. And mate, what makes someone who engineering into sleeping on a floor into being the worst call center person couldn't even sit down all day through to obviously having a pop moment where things started to go better in that suddenly want to go on shark tank and throw it out there like that's a i mean you obviously believe in your program
1: yes i do believe in my program but yep. you almost answered the question previously i didn't want to go on there like okay. I, that wasn't my decision um so my business partner jack who exited the business last year jack approached me at the start of 2017 he asked me what my thoughts were around going on shark tank and for me i just didn't want to risk the reputation that we'd already oh, I built. I totally appreciate um, that. Because those guys can, they can eat you up and spit you out really, really quickly. some beauties, not they? And also like, it doesn't come across these days, but uh, you speak to any of my family members, like I was the introvert out of all my family. Like I was the one that doesn't like socializing, wouldn't go to parties, would take my shoes off as a kid and sit under tables at dinner. Like I didn't, I just didn't like that. And even that followed me all the way through till probably 2018, probably Shark Tank. That was a, a catalyst for me to, to really kind of change that and, and, and learn how to live in a, a public domain, which I we kind of had to do very quickly. So yeah, so Jack asked me that question and I my summary was no, nah, I don't I just don't think we need to, mate. Um and he went, Well, we've already been accepted.
0: <laughs> How good uh, is it? <laughs> so
1: and and we spoke earlier as well downstairs about aligning yourself with people that can complement your Absolutely. skills and bring you out yep. the best in you. And Jack did that for me tremendously because he pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, so he'd already applied. We'd been accepted, and we knew in March 2018 we were flying down to Sydney to film. At that stage, I just shit myself. Uh, but it turned out to be a good. <laughs> A good
0: move. And did you, I mean, you, you coach our team, so I've got a bit of familiarity mm. in what you guys do. Did you have a set pro- protocol for your time on Shark Tank? Like, did you stick to your rules in that process of presenting to them?
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah. You, you you get told you got 90 seconds um, and you get a, a producer or, or sort of support, somebody or other that kind of looks after you all the way through. So they basically work with you from acceptance to, to filming. Um, and then you have to keep going back and forth with them. And they're pretty brutal. They're like, nah, they'll, if you say that, they'll rip you apart. Nah, don't say that. Like they don't, or they don't care about that. Yep. So they actually guide you and they do coach you in that regard. But all we did was follow our 10-step negotiation ladder. So we knew we had to have a sharp introduction. We knew we had to frame the conversation. We had to have a backstory selling ourselves and the journey and we went uh, deep into Jack background around living on a housing commission and being around drug and drugs and abuse and blah blah because blah. a lot of our clients at the time job seekers were were, were struggling in, yep. in Queensland to find work so yeah we just followed this exact same process that we teach at work to a T.
0: Mate that's awesome so I just want to turn this upside down a little bit if we can Ryan let's talk about what happens in the fitness industry okay and I, and I want for a lot of this is a, a fitness based podcast so let's mm. talk about some so a lot of people in retail want to become sales reps yeah so And I keep explaining to people that in retail, people are coming to you, and then you've got to work out whether you want to talk to them or not. Being a sales rep, you don't have that luxury. So, what I want to go, I want to sort of map out what should a young individual, and not just, but but let's focus on a young individual that wants to get into sales, look at doing to become somebody you want to employ.
1: Mm, So, there, I think for me, it's going to sound real kind of cliche, but I I don't care about your experience levels. Um, I care about your your attitude. Right? Sales can be trained, and, and I'll make that so clear. Like every single person people need Um, to understand um, that it is it is the most noble skill you will ever be able to acquire like having the ability to truly inspire somebody to take action to do something is is a as a skill that will save lives make lives save businesses and make make money um so that part of things that's fine right we can always do that once they get into the organization um if you go out there beforehand and you start doing some sales training courses great do do whatever you can do to to acquire those skills and do you have
0: a course that people can do pre-being in actual sales yeah yeah.
1: That, that's where the business was, was founded. Back
0: so in, they would jump on your website? Yeah. Yep. And that's swish.com.au? Swishsalescoaching.com. Dot com? Yeah. Let's say that again. Swishsalescoaching.com.
1: salescoaching.com.
0: Yeah, I like it. Hey, well, you know what? I'm talking about look, can I tell you, we're a twenty two year old company. We get asked by PTs and people in retail that mm-hmm. they want to be sales reps every day. Yeah. And we're a little reluctant when you we don't employ our clients. Staff, sure. like that's a, that's a bit of a unwritten rule here. Yes. But the other side of it is, we just know the mindset. You got to get in a car, go to people, cold call, pipeline, do all the things you need to do, versus sitting in a shop and waiting for head office to drive people into you. So, what I, what I really want to do here is, and while you call it a shameless plug, what should they be doing before they come and talk to us about joining us? I, I want to get to that mm. point before we get into.
1: You just said the word. You said mindset. Yep. Right. Get it. Everything that we teach starts with mindset. Because having all of the sales skills in the world makes no difference if you haven't got the right headspace to be able to maintain it in the first place. So um, ask yourself the question, why do you want to be in that role? Like, what are their their expectations around what it looks like? What do they think it looks like? Go and find people that are doing that role right now and leverage off their experience. Ask them, why should I not do this? What is the worst thing about this job? And and allow themselves to organically be deselected out of it. Um, like whenever I interview anybody, I I just map out the worst day that they're going to have within our organization. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get told in no uncertain terms, we don't do three hundred dollars a day, uh, but maybe fifty <laughs> times a day. Be close, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. Um, it's not quite uh, fifty times a day. You're gonna get people give you rejection, right? Yep. So so l- understand how to manage rejection and that side of things. So understand the four levels of learning um, that you're going to go on. There are. We're going to, we, we get people come into this unconsciously incompetent, right? We don't, I don't know what I don't know. I've worked in retail. It's been nice. People walk up to me and say, I, yeah. I can hold a conversation. I should be able to be a sales rep for for body science. It yep. doesn't work like that. Very quickly, they're going to get to the second stage of learning where they're now consciously incompetent. Um, and at that stage, I think that's where we come in. Um, that's when they get to the realization of what I'm not good at or what I don't enjoy doing. And nobody enjoys something they're not good at anyway. Yeah. So they start making cold calls or they're going into stores and they're, they're door knocking and they're, they're getting rejection and then they're like, Yeah, Greg, I'm not sure if this is not sure if this is for me anymore. It's a little bit harder than I thought it was. You you can you can expedite that journey by learning some of the skills around introducing yourself, mastering your elevator pitch, ways to build rapport, like beforehand, but that I think the mental journey of knowing that's going to happen is more important than the skills. Because otherwise, as soon as it happens, you're like, is it me? Yep. And you start to question things. Um, and that's what happened to me. Um, I'm 21st out of 21 people. And I'm going, I've always been successful. I played a half decent level of sport back in the UK. I'm well educated. I was a good engineer. I'd never really, for want of a better phrase, failed at anything. And then I was thrown into a call center and I'm the worst person there. And it was embarrassing. And it's like, nobody said to me, Ryan, it's not your fault. Not until I actually and then I was set the challenge to actually try and master it. And then once I did, I'm like, oh my god, sales is just like engineering. It's a process. There is a system that you have to adhere to, which will massively impact the results that you get. So, no, if I knew that right from the start, I'm, I'm giving myself a bit more of a buffer to, to manage um, the the rejection as well.
0: And you know, isn't it great that there's been people in your life that have challenged you like that? Like you can you can go to work every day and just roll out your PD, be that average Joe that doesn't do anything, and you know, you you weren't average Joe you're the worst of the park. quit, and then your managers, through your challenge at the time of quitting
1: yeah so jack the co-founder of swish um was oh, actually okay. the sales manager at the time yep. so the, the actual moment is quite quite pivotal because we we talk a lot about crisis points so um you, you know this but i'll share it again anyway um i was sleeping on a bathroom floor at the stage on surf parade in broadie at least you're in a good area and uh, yeah it was a great spot i <laughs> could still go out if i wanted to yep. i had 31 cents to my name and um it was a tuesday tuesday morning so it was like two o'clock in the morning it was pitch black windowless box of a of a bathroom um, and i'm sleeping on a pool floaty or a lilo for anybody yeah. listening in Britain all of a sudden the, the Lilo just popped on me um, and then I sink to the floor and I'm laying there on the floor just like what am I doing like well, I, I'm crap at sales I hate I I cannot tell you how much I hated sales like I used to get anxiety around going in picking up the phone I'd spend so long in the toilet all day just trying to dodge making phone calls my wife Alicia who was my girlfriend at the time between the two of us we couldn't afford sushi um, and wow. it's just like I don't need to do this right I've I, I've got a qualification exactly uh, like I'm I'm not I'm being an engineer, engineer. yeah um, it's like one of those who do you know who I am moments and and that is embarrassing and I think there's lots of people that are looking for a transition especially post-covid and they've got all this um they do have experience and expertise in one area and then they, they're they potentially going to set themselves up to fail within sales or business because they don't learn these skills first so um so that that next morning I walked in and I said to Jack mate i done I'm out like sales isn't for me it's for it's for the extroverts the it's for people like you that have got the gift of the gab because he is he's linguistically talented and um and that was when he said to me no nah, I'm not letting you, you you've not even tried just yet. Um, and what he meant was that I hadn't fanatically consumed education around sales and negotiation and body language and everything that you read off at the start. And all of that stuff at the time, I'm like, man, I don't even know what you're on about. NLP, like emotional intelligence. I don't know what any of that is. And he sent me a challenge for 60 days. And he said, if in 60 days time, after doing 15 minutes a day, personal development, you are still 21st on the board. He says, even if you're 20th, right? Even if you just got one wrong, if you show no improvements, I'll pay for you and Alicia to fly wherever you want. She's from Auckland. And, uh, and you leave here with your head held high, knowing and you gave it a really good go. And I went from 21st to first in five weeks. Um, and awesome. my whole world just changed, penny drop after penny drop.
0: Yeah. Chair after chair. <laughs> yes. No more standing up. No more standing up. As a person, did you find yourself trying to help the others then, or, did you, or was it all about, I'm saying number one?
1: So that, that again, I guess that's, a, that's an awesome question. That was. The, the journey that I didn't see coming. Um, so I I went from like no money to in 2013, I did like just $330,000 in commissions um, and-
0: That's a nice bathroom.
1: It was, <laughs> it was a beautiful bathroom. If I'd have invested it sensibly <laughs> back then, I didn't, I had a big wedding. I went sales firstly, then said to me, yeah, you can earn lots of money, but that's impact. So my, my dad's been pretty sick for the last 20 odd years. He's still with us, but I was able to pay for my mom and dad's um, rent and, and support them, send money home. So I'm like sales is impact. Sales is also a process because I realized it was like engineering. And what had happened is I worked, Jack, Jack actually retired um, at the age of 22 or 23 from from the company. So I ended up becoming sales manager. And what I started to enjoy more than making sales, because I guess the stage where you're earning some good money and it's just like, yeah. hopefully with all due respect, I really enjoyed watching people that had come into the job that I'd recruited that were like, oh, no, I don't think it's for me. And then seeing them six months later and what that's done for their lives and their people around them. And that's when I'm like, I want to coach. Like I yeah. want to become a full time sales coach, um, and then Jack and I in twenty fourteen created the business.
0: Congratulations! That's a that's a, a really great story. So, mate, you mentioned uh, a couple of things on the way that tick my box. You used the, the term elevator pitch. Now, when we did our coaching session with you, that we spent what eight hours? Uh, yeah, on hours. concepts around that and it was really interesting when you go went around our one team to mm. get the elevator pitches everyone like the diversity of pitch within yeah you know we, we have one brand story one vision one purpose going out but we had i think we had 15 20 people there yeah every single person had a different story and one of the things that you brought back to us and i'm, I'm trying to give some sales skills sure you know some advice out here is not many people actually have that elevator pitch down pat why do you think that is because
1: it's not it's not taught within an organization there's no awareness around the importance of it mm. um, i think we we have a an understanding of what we think our business does, um, but it's taught intrinsically instead of externally. Like we're not listening to it as a consumer. Uh, we're describing it as, as the owner of a business or an employee of the business. In, in 2017, I stopped studying selling and I started studying buying right and it, and it totally changed the way that's a great line that i it, ch- it changed everything right when yeah. you go i'm just a constant consumer how do i consume how do i purchase it changes the way you deliver everything so just just obsessing over consumer behavior buying behavior um, like human interaction behavioral science like it it changes everything so when i go to a company and i speak to joel from body science and i'm like so mate well what is it you guys actually do um and then he gives me his elevator pitch and he, he cups a, a couple of stats in there and then later on i'm talking to greg and then i'm going so so what's your role here? And then you give me another version. And if there's one thing different, one of of our key tools of influence, according to Robert Cialdini, who's a head psychologist out of America, is consistency, right? And I'll never say to you, well, Joel said this, but you've just lost trust credits instantly, right? So getting everybody on the same page in the company, having a very clear message is really, really important.
0: And do you ever come across, like let's flip this, do you ever come across companies that actually had that in place? You can be honest.
1: I don't, I don't think I have. I know we didn't. I don't think i have i think they think they have Mm. um i mean people have their own individual stories which is cool like we we have that in there don't we see clarify why you do what you do but um their message is always slightly different it's always slightly off Mm. Um, and it should be front and center on the website it should be every time you send out some communication with a new client you like every sales rep can create a, a 60 second elevator pitch to communicate who they are who they help the problem to solve why they do it and the best thing about working for body science like you send me that that's my twenty four seven three six five sales pitch, yeah. but done so in the consumer's eyes, not in the salesperson's eyes. Yeah. So it's um yeah it's a powerful it's like it's such a simple session. Um, I've spent hours, like tens of hours, with companies looking to raise capital, just refining that for when they go and speak to investors. Wow, because it it's like that's the biggest sale you're ever gonna make, right? Absolutely, yeah.
0: Apart from your wife or your husband, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. And mate, go, just travelling further down the line from the the elevator pitch, how how often do we need as humans to be reignited with training around sales? I mean, it's. Yeah, like when we, when we left our last coaching session with you, which was probably pre-COVID, mm. so we better light another one up soon, actually, yeah, we'll because in, yeah, yeah, let's lock one in. We'll do that off. Let's do it live. Let's do it live. <laughs> okay. We're, we're going to do a training session. <laughs> oh, how bad's that training? We're, we're going to be coached by the best within 60 days. Subject to Ryan's availability. Honestly, do you... Said before, you were about studying buying, not selling. <laughs> so, mate, so from a perspective of, and, and you study people, so that, that's that's your where you're at. So, how often should I be, from a business perspective, working in a boot camp type program with my team versus doing my own PD?
1: So, if, if you're doing like a boot camp, which for me is anywhere from five to eight hours, like it's a real intense yeah. um, day, almost like I go and speak at conferences and, and do keynotes and all of that. You could do them quarterly. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's frequent enough to have that real dump of knowledge because it's a lot of information to take on board to be expected to implement that where I was going to go with it was how, how often should they be training individually, which is daily, like daily. every single day. Like our, tra- our team train role play four times a day.
0: So your team stops working role <coughs> plays four times a day.
1: Uh, they, well, they do it before after every break. So it's two minutes. Okay. It's just two to and this is where people get a little bit convoluted with what's role play. It's like it's two to three minutes every single morning. So straight after straight after our morning meeting, straight after first break, straight after lunch, straight after afternoon break. It takes two and a half hours to get informational decay. So we start to forget things after two and a half hours. Like whoever's listened to this podcast now, two and a half hours later, you've already forgot the five core fundamentals of pitch. Um so we need to reinforce it constantly, especially if that's your job. If that's your key role, is to make a winning first impression, introduce yourself to a, a stranger or a new prospective supplier whatever it is, I'm practicing that four times a day. Um, wow and it's, and it's just one language pattern so it could just lit, lit as easy as greg ryan Swiss sales coaching how you been i've been well thanks mate yourself yeah fantastic thanks very much for asking now that's it that's the role play 15 seconds now swap it up and we just keep doing that um and what it does it it gets you sharp right it, the, the more you do something like we're I, I i love sports analogies and i'm sure you do too right you you wouldn't go out onto the sporting field or arena or court whatever it may be without warming up so if we're a sales professional why are we not warming up personal development wise <coughs> i guess that's it's a little bit of a tougher question, really, because some people are intrinsically motivated, and some people are not. Um, even though ninety percent of people are not, we need that external motivation. So you could argue that we do need something every single day as well. Um, like our whole our whole academy, our on, online training, was designed for that was to give people a, a boost every day, knowing that if you don't have habits formed, and habits are habits are daily. Habits are not like monthly; they're they're yeah. daily. Same as eating right, drinking right, taking the right supplements, training. You don't just go, oh, well, I've done my. Six Week stint with Andy. Now that's me finished. Yeah, absolutely, um, now yep. I, he's reinforcing me to do things every single day. And the brain is a muscle, right? Um, and and if the, the muscle that we're looking to build is a sales muscle, then you got to do it every day as well.
0: Nice. So, mate, if people actually want to start being coached by your organization, how do they um, get on board?
1: The easiest one is to go to swishsalescoaching.com. So, just go straight to the website. Um, they can connect with me personally um, as well. I'm pretty active across all of the socials, um, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook would be the main, main three, and then same for Switch as well.
0: Let's just jump on Insty because it's a very popular one in our category. Yeah. What's your uh, handle?
1: Uh, it's Swish Sales Coaching. Swish yeah. Sales Coaching.
0: So I'm just going to throw out there a little bit that um, our team had amazing success working with your team. It's been And it's been a great relationship that we've continued on a lot of the processes, which I'm really proud to say our team's yeah. working on. I have noted that time causes erosion. Mm. So we need to keep those values up and it's really important for us to come back and spend time with you. And one of the things I loved most about when I first with Ryan, the boys were sitting going oh look at this guy he thinks he can sell supplements started up and i pissed myself laughing for weeks after this you actually went up and said okay so you guys don't think i could sell this throw me any objection you've ever had and you just went bang 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 and it was like that fast you're just handling objections yeah. and that's just a trained skill yeah yeah and so anyone out there that wants to get into sales it is not something that just happens it is something you need training in jump on board with this crew i highly recommend them and hey, thanks for coming on board today thanks for having me it's uh really nice to see you again and uh not in an environment where we're uh talking sales
1: talking sales or making me run on a beach yeah
0: well that's yeah that's a good part it's <laughs> a bit of payback there but it's been fun i know you've been training with andy a lot yeah have you enjoyed that yeah i love it yeah yeah. yeah, so good. And you're going to start working with Luke a little bit too, who yeah, does Luke's, a lot of our stress stuff here.
1: Yeah, Luke's coming in to, to work with our team tomorrow morning, actually. Yeah. We've got a session with him for an hour as well.
0: And so I oh, just I put, put that because it's really good that here you are a coach, but you're being, you've obviously got your other coaching on your mm. personal side, but you're also being almost life coached with Andy with training and food and what you're doing in that space. Yeah. And Luke's coming in to talk about, well, just being the best human you can be. Yeah. And it's, it's really good to see how people out there that are not playing in this area of, of having people around them that are coaching them really need to start changing what they're doing. Mm. I
1: think that's like from a, from a business perspective, like that's been so important to me uh, mm. because like my, my, my family, again, with all due respect, like they don't have the, the business acumen or knowledge and, and that's not their fault. They're just not from, from that world either. So I had to consciously pick my network and um, as I've grown and evolved as a business owner, I'm getting more specific with that every year. And having a coach or a mentor doesn't mean you need to pay for one. Like yeah. You can just align yourself with someone that will kick your ass and hold you accountable to, to what you say you're going to do. So I've got lots of people around me now that uh, maybe I just a quick text message on a, a Monday, share my goals on a Friday. We have a phone call. How did you go? Yeah. And and Andy and Luke and y- yourself as well. You, you're, you're probably a mentor without knowing you're a mentor just because I watch from afar. And um, that's one thing I will say is if you're a, a public figure or, or somebody that puts yourself out there on social media, you have no idea how many people you're impacting, they will never tell you that mm-hmm. they're in, you're impacting them. And that's really cool um, as well. So um, yeah, in return, thank you for what you do because yeah, you do a lot more for people than you probably realize as well.
0: It's if I'm touching you in that way, I really appreciate you telling me that. And it's um, it's good. It's not intentional because I'm just a guy out there having a crack.
1: Bloody good crack, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's go get everyone. Thanks for coming on board, mate. And anyone who is interested, check out Ryan Tuckwood. Just jump on Google too. You'll see a lot of stuff on him. You, you're a, you've done amazing things for a young man and I congratulate you. Thank you, mate. Thanks for coming on board.
1: Cheers.